Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. So, uh, maybe you can argue the best passer from the high post that I've seen in my lifetime. Now, I would say that about John Crispin. Uh, I broadcast two years of John Crispin's games, and I can I can lavish a lot of praise on John Crispin as a player. I have that ability to do that, and it would be justified, wouldn't it, John Crispin? I don't know about the passing part. That part, <laughs> I don't. Like, I've made a lot of things up about my career, and passing's not been one of them. Well, there are a few times you passed it to Joe. <laughs> You know, I got a good, I got a good, quick story that, and that was out of that was uh, out of life preservation, passing to my brother. Yes, um, I got a good one. I ran into Ed Cooley in Buffalo for yeah. the first week of the NCAA tournament. Great and he guy. was asking about. Oh, he's one of the best. Yeah, one of the best. And I, I hope at this point, given the fact that they're one of the teams remaining, I, I hope he really gets the consideration he deserves for Coach of the Year. Yeah, because they quietly have been great with not a single great player on their roster. Yeah. I mean, that, that's been remarkable. The win with less type of type of model, it does work. But I ran into him, and we're talking, and, you know, we did some interviews with him, and he said, wait, didn't we play you guys? He goes, I think it was your freshman year. And I said, yes. Yeah. I said, I remember it because I think I had five assists. And he goes, wait a second. You remember a game because you had five assists? I said, Ed. I would remember a game if I had five passes. <laughs> so, darn sure, I'm going to remember the game I had five assists. Yeah. Well, because yeah, um, I did a TV game uh, a few years ago, and Ed was the coach, and I was kidding him yep. about that game. I said, I, I said, now it's at the point. I said, I, I said, a broadcaster is a player, now it's a coach. <laughs> so, yep. Yep. Uh, amazing. What does age you know, Steve, Go Steve, I got to hop in. Go ahead. I, I was listening uh, as I was on hold, and I heard about, I don't know what year it was when they played in the Astrodome, right? Yeah, 68, yeah. Every, every single kid out there today that's getting NIL money should be thankful for that game. Yep. Like, the, the growth that the game experienced because of that. I remember doing a high school report on that game, and it was such a phenomenon and it was from that game where people started to realize, shoe companies started to realize, wait, people are seeing this. People are watching this. There's not a better way to market to a, to a, a direct audience, yep. to a direct target market, than to put our shoes on kids. And from that day on, the business grew. So every one of these kids that thinks they're worth what they're worth because they're worth it, they're out of their mind. They ought to thank the NCAA or whoever put that together. Maybe it was John Wooden. I don't know. Uh, but, man almighty, that really helped grow the game. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah, the, Ast- the Astrodome game was the turning point because that, that was TV. All right? Now, when yep. it comes to shoes, Sonny Vaccaro is the one that said, you know what, uh, how about if we start doing shoes yeah. and gear for people? And that yeah, but that's that. a little. There's, a, there's, only so much, there's only so much you can say about all that without cringing a little bit. Right, oh, I understand. And I like I like Sonny Vaccaro, but yeah, oh, I know. You know. I understand completely. Uh, what has age meant to the quality of the tournament we've seen so far? Well, it's hard to. It's the quality part is tough. I think the uh, I like this term. I made yeah. it up, and people like to make fun of me for the terms I make up. But adjustability is one of my new terms. 
And, and it's like, it's not adaptability. Adaptability is different. Adjustability is something that you do instinctually on the fly, and it's, it's almost like a learned, it's like a learned um, skill where you have these old guys that don't worry about how the game's being played. They adjust to it. And I think that's one of the things that has separated experienced teams from everybody else, right? We don't know day in, day out how the game's going to be called, so we don't know how the game's going to be played. And I think these older teams are able to adjust to a style of play that they may not like, but they find a way to win. And I think it's probably the most remarkable thing about Duke's win yesterday is a young team had adjustments, they, they toughened up, right. and they were able to perform against a much stronger, much tougher, much more experienced team. Uh, this is the part that, uh, that, in terms of the quality of the game, I'm getting a little baffled by. John, the number yeah. of guys that leave their feet and don't know where they're going, and we're seeing more passes go out of bounds more passes on cutters yep. because they're leaving their feet and they don't know where to go. And you and I both know you got to play the game off two feet. Yeah, Villanova knows that. Yeah. And look where they're at. Exactly. You know, it's, it's funny. And, and they, they have smaller players. They're, they, they don't have a deep bench. They have all these things against them, yet they do so many of the simple fundamental things right and they win. And, and you wonder at what point more teams will do it. And then you stop and you go, well, wait a second. got to have guys around. Yep. You got to be able to hold guys accountable for fundamentals for you to have fundamentals, and I think that's the real issue. And that's one of those things where we talk about transfer portal and everything else. What's it going to do? It's killing our game. And, and I'm one of those guys who's kind of like, let it play out, let it all play out, because what you're going to realize the quality of play is going to go down. People are going to be better at selecting the right transfers. Right. They're not just going to take whatever talents out there. They're going to get guys that can play the way they need them to play, and eventually the transfer market's going to dry up a little bit because you're going to realize, like, I need to win with experience, so I need to get I need to get old, then I need to find a way to stay old. Well, the way to do that is the old model. The old model that Purdue is still operating on works. The old model that Villanova's operating on still works. The yeah. old model that, frankly, Houston's operating on. It, now, they're a little bit of a combination. They got some transfers, but yeah. those kids who transfer to Houston, they know exactly what they're getting into. They know exactly what's expected of them because there's experience in place. So I, I think it's it's just one of those things where we may have to live with some bad basketball, some, some games that are way too physical, uh, until we get to the point where this whole thing cycles out of this, this crazy free agency that we have in college basketball. Let's call it what it is. If there's a collective for Tennessee that's going to pay a high school kid $8 million to come be the quarterback there, then this is free agency. Right. So let's just call it what it is, man. All right. And I feel you, I'm glad you brought up Houston because when Kelvin Sampson was done at Indiana, his reputation yep. was not very good. Went to the NBA, spent a lot of time there, and you feel like he learned from it because I listen to him talk now. And he talks about, hey, yep. look, he talks about, you know, getting four-year players. He talks about only using the transfer portal if needed. There's a, it's interesting to talk about somebody who's older and then talk about how you feel they've matured. But I feel like he's matured in exile in the NBA. I felt like he matured. I don't think there's any question. I also think, you know, when you go to the NBA, you think the game's more complicated and you realize quickly that it's actually more simple. And I think that's an important thing for people to learn. Like, 
I go to college practices and I'm just like, holy smokes, guys, like, this is so complicated. There's no way your kids are getting this. Like, there's just no way. Yep. They don't have a good fundamental understanding. They don't have good feel for the game. They don't have a good feel for one another. So it's like it's too complicated. You go to the NBA, you realize it, it's simple concepts that work at the highest level. And if you can get those simple concepts down, right, good action offensively, you know, simple philosophical concepts, that's what makes you a good team. And, and the thing is, as much as he learned that, he also found ways to hold guys accountable without yeah. – with, you know, without breaking their hearts, and yeah. I think that's that today is important, right? Like, we are very, we are very sensitive. We are an overly sensitive society. We're offended by everything, yet we are the most offensive people in the world. And kids today are the same. They they are just that, and it's okay. This is not a kid stink today. It's this is the reality of our world that kids are growing up in. So it's the reality of them. So he understands. There's a there's an idea where you have to kind of massage a little bit. You got to manipulate a little bit. You, you've got to walk alongside, but at the same time, you got to be careful not to carry their burdens for them. You know what I mean? You, you you've got to take on their burdens with them, but don't carry them for. Them. He's done that really well. He's empowered guys to overcome things on their own, and he's walked with them. And I think that's something that he's not getting enough credit for. And it and it frustrates me because. I read a lot of comments about um, about Kelvin, and it's it's all about him cheating. And I kind of laugh at it. I'm like, wait, all, all of a sudden we're concerned with somebody cheating because they're succeeding, and you don't want him to get attention or credit for what he's doing well. Like, I don't care what he did in the past, quite frankly, because the sins of our present, uh, you know, our present uh, uh, a crop of coaches are far worse. The, the the sins of our rules quite frankly, are far worse. We're changing rules that are just completely ruining the game, and we're worried about some of the things Kelvin did in the past. I, I appreciate what he's doing right now. I appreciate how much he's grown. And i got to say, of all the coaches, man, he's up there in my top ten list of guys I'd like to just sit down and talk with. Well, it, that's why I, I phrased it the way I did. I feel like he came back and looked around and said, you know what, i got to do it a certain way, and you know what, I'm not going to get myself in trouble again. And yeah. and I appreciate, yeah. I always appreciate, I don't know what you mean about too sensitive, John. I don't understand what you're talking about there, not being too sensitive. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, but, 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 uh, but I appreciate, I always appreciate second chances and see what people can do with it. He does that. Uh, and that's when I say somebody I want to listen to, that's what I, I tell my class all the time. One of the more important aspects of this job is listening because listening then equates yeah. to learning. Uh, you know, from somebody that's been around the block. Uh, the the game's coming up tonight. You mentioned Purdue. They got St. Peter's. Attendance at the last yep. St. Peter's home game was 577, literally. Yep. Uh, there's been a lot yep. of spraining of ankles. To me, the issue is not Ivy. It's not it's not Edie. The problem St. Peter's going to have tonight, to me, is Williams, because now you bring in a center oh. that. that is a willing passer, and you don't know what to do with them. Yeah, it's it's the honestly, it's the contrasting bigs. Yeah, I think it's really hard for them to figure out like how do you have a game plan for both. You know, I, I don't think they do. I, I my recommendation was have four or five goons. Yeah. You know, go go foul them and be so disruptive yeah. with your fouling that they never get a layup. But if they get a catch, they get fouled. Go win it at the free throw line, but but take the yeah. rhythm out of the game. Yeah, he's, Don't because, Jaden Ivey to get in transition. Yeah, he's 52% Williams at the free throw line, and Edie has struggled yep. at the line in the tournament. 
Yeah. And, and I know that's a. I don't like that I said that, but that's what I would probably but, do. If but I you know, what, but let's go. But let's go back, like to when Houston beat Illinois. They really used the same game plan Penn State did, so it's not a surprise. You know, Kelvin with the yep. NBA background, Micah with the NBA background. All yep. you got to do is read a stat sheet. I mean, we can talk analytics all yeah. you want. The stat sheet says yep. Kofi Coburn has 17 assists and 56 turnovers. What does that tell you? Yep. He's not a willing passer yep. when he catches the ball. Okay, now do your scouting report. <laughs> right? Yeah, it, it's funny, but we like to get so complicated, partially, I think, to validate our jobs. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I know. analysts. We like, to be, we like to be absolutely right about everything. And I always tell these guys, I'm like, yo, the more, the more we speak at absolutes as if anything, anything is like set in stone, the more we express our ignorance. Yeah. Like, not our wisdom. You know, and I think I think coaches get so consumed at times with so many details when the glaringly obvious is staring you in the face. I know, and it's it's worked elsewhere. Just simplify it a little <laughs> bit and go out and do what you can do. It doesn't mean you're going to win the game, too. I think that's the thing. We we always talk about trying not to lose by stopping what a team does well, huh. or do you force them into positions that you're making somebody else beat you or you're making something in specific, specifically, excuse me, beat you. Meaning I'm okay. If Zach Eady shoots 15 footers all day, yeah. so we're going to play our defense early. We're actually, we're actually going to double him before he gets a catch. So he gets a catch where we want him to get it. Yeah. Like there's things like that, that those are the best coaches these days. Right. And that's what, it's that's not what, about right? stopping you right. from what you do best. That's what Shrewsbury does. Shrewsbury says, look, let's make them take yep. as many difficult twos as possible. If they make them, yep. so be it. They make them. I'll give, you, I'll give you one quick, you, know, you can now think yourself story as scouting report. Penn State had an assistant coach. This is years ago. Very detailed and, a, you know, really got that. And one day they're in shoot-around. And he looks at everybody and says, now, this is a play they ran two years ago. He says, I'm telling you, they could spring on us tonight. Now, what is the possibility of an 18 to 20-year-old sitting there going, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you're doing your job, one of the but. Things, <laughs> yep. One of the things we learn as a player is in one ear, out the other. Uh, and well, the teams that get it right, they know how to defend action. Yeah. There's there's 15 different actions tops, probably more like five or six in a game. There are five or six different actions, whether it's a pin down, a flare, a ball screen, whatever. So long as you know how to defend those actions, you don't need the details. You need their instincts. Yep. And I think that's what some of the best teams are doing. Yep. They teach action. Yep. There's consistency with how you defend that action, and yep. you trust instincts. Exactly. And within those instincts, that, that comes, there comes the adjustability that I talked about. Well, you talked about NBA simplicity. What, what have they run since yeah. the beginning of time in the NBA? Pick and roll. Right? Yeah. Right? yeah. With, that, with space. With, with space. space. We're doing pick and roll with space. And guess what? That fits into the modern philosophy of layups, free throws, and threes. Those layups are happening off yep. off high pick and rolls. Yeah, it's not. As so long as you have space, sometimes it's not complicated, right? No, it's not. But we like to overcomplicate yeah. things to justify a salary. Yeah. Analysts, broadcasters too. Oh, I've been making it up for years. <laughs> <laughs> I. I know you've had to call some 20-point blowouts, and you made it sound really good. <laughs> well, now there's a skill and an art to that. So, I'll get, <laughs> so one of these days yeah. you and I will talk about and that. We, hey, uh, by the way, I heard, John, I, I heard John Westwood last week on a radio game. You were phenomenal. Did a great job. 
fun. Thank you. You're phenomenal. Yeah, I, I talk a little less in radio, but I enjoy it. Uh, you know what? Uh, if you do it right, actually, um, Dick and I, Dick Girardi and I have always had this this deal. I had to do the same thing with Jack Cam. Then football is more space. But I said, yep. I said, look, I don't care how much you talk. I said, you know, at some point, you know, I'll just pick it up where it is. You don't have to. Yep. You know, it's simple as that. Because if the analyst is making a great point, that's invaluable to the broadcast. You do that. So, I don't know how invaluable to the broadcast I was. Scott Graham was invaluable. Scott, was Scott Graham is really good. No, part of it. Scott's really good, but you Terrific. guys, you guys sounded great together. Hey, thanks, my Thank man. You. Appreciate it. You know, and uh, just so everybody knows, if you ever get to the NCAA Hall of Fame, there is you go to 2001. There is John sliding across the floor in one shining moment. That's great. I have never I made it. I've I never it. forgotten it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. Super, super. Neither is Billy Packer. Yeah, that's right. Neither is Billy Packer, which made my day. That's exactly right. Hey, thanks, my man. Appreciate it. Tell your family I said hi. Will do. Take care, Steve.